I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Do you want to start? Hello everyone and welcome back to Failing Better. It's me, Johnny Pallant, with my fabulous co-host, Sean McLaughlin. I got, I, I said back and then I thought, well, I guess you are back, aren't you? So let's just crack on. Well, I wouldn't, what, what do you mean? What's the problem there? I guess I thought, well, I should have said welcome to Failing Better rather than welcome back to Feeling Better in case... Yeah, it's been... very, presu- very presumptuous. I genuinely think no one has ever listened to more than one episode of this. <laughs> That's very interesting. I, I honestly think people give it a go once, and mm. then it's like TGI Fridays. You go once, you never go again. Sean, I have, I don't have much belief in this podcast, but we're definitely better than TGI Fridays. We've got to be better than TGI Fridays, haven't we? If anyone ever says to me, if imagine if you went on like a date or someone, and someone said, "Oh, my favourite restaurant is TGI Fridays," that's the biggest red flag in the world. Is it more of a red flag than you went on a date with someone and they said, "My favourite podcast is failing better." <laughs> I suppose that's the real well, I th- question. I think if they say that to me, they might just, it might just be a kind lie. You know, like if they said, if they said, if someone said, look, if you're out there in the world and you're not me or Sean, and someone says to you, my favorite, my favorite podcast is feeling better, just run, just run wherever you are. Run. It's better if you're in TGI Fridays because then you're running away from two shit things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least it's been consolidated into the local. Two shit things have been consolidated into one area. Call yeah. the police and they'll bomb the place. <laughs> And it'll be for the benefit of society. Oh, yeah. A positive bombing today as the TGI Friday Unfailing Better fan were taken out in one swoop. <laughs> we're going to turn it into a car park. Hooray! <laughs> um, do, I, I, I mean, Johnny, when have you ever been to TGI Fridays? I suppose that begs the question. When have you been to TGI Fridays? I went to TGI Fridays because um, when I met uh, Sophie, my partner's mum, for the first time and it wow. was um it was weird <laughs> the thing okay. about the TGI Fridays are it's like £17.50 for a terrible burger it's like the price just doesn't relate in any way to the food you're getting I've been twice to TGI Fridays and both of them were incredibly lonely experiences were you on your when you by yourself when you went yeah. there that is bleak that is bleak as I was fuck. on my own in TGI Friday first one was in where was it I feel like it was in Guildford or... That sounds awful. It was, yeah, it was not nice. That's I sort of had of... to get food and there was nowhere else I could see. And That's the beginning there. of a movie. Like, the British Joker is a man in Guildford alone in TGI Fridays eating a burger. A hundred percent. And then he goes on to murder everyone in there. In Guildford. Yeah, and he starts complaining about his burger and they're like, we don't care about your shit burger. And then he just murders everyone. 
That's the British version of the Joker. And then you, you, part, that's you, isn't it? This yeah. Is what this is how your comedy career naturally ends. Yeah, it does make sense that. Yeah. Um, and then the great thing, Sean, is when you, you know, inevitably do do a murder suicide. This podcast ratings will zoom up. I mean, let's try and get into this dimension. There'll be podcasts about this podcast. <laughs> like, like people, people try and get into the mindset of like, why did this guy kill everyone? And there'll be literally yeah, yeah, yeah. source material. Yeah, it'd be like making a murderer, but it'd be like, it'd be, it'd be astonishing, wouldn't it? Yeah, and people would ask me, like, John, so you, we, you're, you've, we've listened to the pod. Why didn't you kill loads of people and commit, commit suicide? Like, <laughs> do you have less self-awareness? Like, what is it that stopped you making yeah, like, yeah. natural Yeah, yeah. And what will you say to those people? I'd say, just give me time, baby. Give me <laughs> oh, time. good. Well, that's definitely going to reassure everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we are back. Welcome to your first ever episode of Failing Better, listeners. Um uh, we're on a Friday. We're doing two two a week. We're we're still on this schedule of doing shorter episodes and doing more of them. It's twenty one minutes on the the clock, Sean. Have you already been recording? Yeah, we're not recording, but I said it. But I only set it for twenty five minutes actually, so we should go five minutes over. Which we have nowhere of actually checking. So this one could be anything really. I'm Whoa. excited. House measures time wise. Exactly. Yeah, and we're going to be getting pretty pissed. <laughs> I, what do you think the reaction's going to be? Because we're recording this at the same time as the as the last episode. Mm. And people will be so happy, I think, that they're getting more content from us. What do you think I, the reaction's going to be? I think it might be on BBC News. I think there might be people outside, like a helicopter outside our house, being like, Sean and Johnny, you've made this sort of seismic, sort of profound shift. How are you going to deal with all of the outpouring of love, of love for your podcast? Well, I'm going to kill everyone in TGI Fridays, of course. <laughs> the Sean McLaughlin way. I do think um, it probably could make BBC News. And that's not because we're such a big story, but because BBC News seems to report any old shit these days. It oh, the BBC weird. News front page uh, uh, yesterday. And one of the top, uh, one of the top uh, stories was about how uh, Lilt is being discontinued. That's a big story. Lilt, a drink of our childhood. But it's not even being discontinued, apparently. I think they're just changing it to something else. It's like becoming like, part of just, the Fanta brand. That does feel like less of a story. To be fair, I've not had a Lilt in years. So I, mean, I can understand. Have you, it's how, being discontinued because no one buys it. Yeah, I, I never buy Lilt. Imagine if someone went to a pub and asked for a Lilt. <laughs> and they're like, pint of Lilt, please. <laughs> oh, a pint of Lilt, please. Yeah, from can the gun. A tuna yeah, of Lilt, from please. The gun. <laughs> can you even buy Lilt in pubs? I don't think so. I'm going to Google this. Can I've, this is the thing that make it, that probably you try and buy a lilt. You can't do that. That's opening scene. Second scene, you're in TGI Fridays. <laughs> yeah, I Third find scene. out the only pub I can buy it in is TGI Fridays. Third scene, murdering everyone. Who owns lilt and why is it being discontinued? That's the top article. <laughs> who Londoner offers £100 for anyone who could buy 20 cans of lilt. <laughs> Third article: How to recreate Lilt at home as the brand. What's going on? It's 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 mad things. How much things like this piss people off? Oh, they didn't say twenty cans of Lilt you can get for a hundred quid because this could be the podcast could develop into a Lilt buying organisation. <laughs> no, no, I, th- 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 I think a- <laughs> he's offering. To, he goes. He goes. If someone's got twenty cans of original Lilt, he'll give you a hundred pounds. That's what I'm saying. So we just need to collect Lilt as a group, and we can make loads of money. We could make £100 once. No, no, if we think about this, Sean, if we get like 20,000 lilts, 
which I'm sure is quite an easy thing to do. All right, all right. You know what? I'm sure it's easy as well. I'm just going to look up 20,000 lilts. Get on the dark web. <laughs> 20,000 lilts. Where can I buy lilt? Right, I'm going to buy... Wait, I'm just going on lilt. By the way, if you're first time listening to the pod, welcome. <laughs> um, shopping. Lilt. Paperstone sells it. 24 cans for 15.99. So we're already running an £85 profit. This is fucking great. We just oh my bank? god, this is it. Recyclable cans. It's got 21 of those in stock. So we just so even that's like an £80 profit. So if I buy that, there's 21 of those. Right, so if I buy 21 of those, so what's the basket? So I'm paying £335. But. What, for 21 lilts? No, for 21 times 24. Oh my god, that is a lot of lilt. That's and then what's this guy? This guy's giving a hundred quid for twenty. I mean, I'll have to get the old calculator out for this. <laughs> My mental maths isn't. I think we're making thousands of pounds. I think, I think we may have just become the most profitable podcast in the world. <laughs> Sean, we're no longer stand-up comedians. We're lilt distributors. <laughs> what's more embarrassing? Do you think to say, like, if you meet someone at a party, is it more embarrassing to go, "I do a podcast," and yeah. they go, "Oh, really?" Or is it more embarrassing to go, oh, my job, I buy and distribute lilt to one person who seems to not be aware that you could just buy it online. I think, I think if, I, if I was a lilt distributor, I'd have a card and I'd hand it out to people everywhere I went. Just every time I was having coffee, I'd go, do you want some lilt? Here's my card. Lilt. Lilt. I haven't thought about Lilt in so long. I mean, this is why it's failing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's true. Do Is Lilt not American, then? Is it British? I think Lilt is British. So so to any of our sort of international listeners in Vietnam or wherever you are, if you don't know what Lilt is, it's a sort of drink. How do you describe Lilt? Like pineapple? I've just gone on the Wikipedia of it. Lilt was a brand of soft drink manufactured by the Coca-Cola company. It was only sold in the United Kingdom and Ireland and Gibraltar. Ah, uh. Isn't it sad the word was in there? It then it says, was. yeah, it's heartbreaking that. Uh, it then says, despite claims made by various news outlets, Lilt has never been sold in the Seychelles. <laughs> okay. And then does it say, Lilt's uh, stock has taken a big upsurge recently due to interest from the failing better pod in taking over distribution? <laughs> yeah, the failing better podcast briefly con- contacted Coca-Cola. In an effort to become a middleman <laughs> between the factory and the and the consumer, singular. <laughs> we can, we're like we're like sort of drug lords. We need to buy some planes to ship oh. it up. <laughs> Get it through customs. But it's just becoming a part of Fanta. I think they're just, they're just changing it so it's an offshoot of Fanta now. It's becoming like Fanta Tropical or something. Well, that's um. So nothing's fo- changed. If anything, Lilt will be as happy and as prosperous a drink as ever. It's like, you know, if we got rebranded, like if we said, oh, there's no more failing better, obviously there'd be people would be furious. But then they went, oh no, it's now becoming... It's called Off Menu 2. It's called, it's called Off Menu, but with three Fs yeah. and Off. <laughs> we go, all right, I get it. I was thinking this. I was thinking about what we could rebrand the pod to. I was thinking we could do, like, listen to an episode of Off Menu and then discuss it. You know, like they have, like, for, like... <laughs> like TV shows they have like oh let's do a podcast about Happy Valley or whatever yeah yeah we could yeah. do that for like off menu where we're like oh wasn't it interesting when sort of 
You know, like Ian Botham wanting a custard pie. I know what you're talking about. The the problem is that would be so clearly more successful than what we're doing. <laughs> oh, without, like, there's would, no it way. It makes so it would have so many more listens. Yeah, and I I think another problem is I think it would probably end our relationship with James Newcastle and Ed Gamble. I don't think they'd be friends anymore. We well, did. we'd have to call them and be like, "Look, guys, we're thinking of doing this. Is that okay?" And they would be like. Are you making fun of us? We go, genuinely not. We're going to sincerely review every episode. We think it's a great show. We want yeah. to spread if the anything, word If anything, we're making fun of ourselves. This is no, just trust, satire. Me. Trust, <laughs> trust me. We are the ones that look stupid here. Yeah. But I think that, I think, you know, we were talking a while back about having sections. I think we should have an off menu section where we briefly discuss. No, I was talking about getting sectioned. <laughs> about how nice it would be to get sectioned. Mm. Mm. I like that. I like that. Um, how long left on the old timer? We now 30, do timers, by the way, if you missed la- the last episode. We we're limiting, we're limiting we ourselves Th- to 30 our... minutes plus 5 minutes. So if my maths is correct, which I think it might be, 18 bloody minutes to go, Sean. See, that's why you're, you're the Poindexter who works the accounts. You're the number cruncher for yeah. our lilt business. And you're the, you're the sexy salesman. Yeah, I'm the sexy front runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm, in, the, I'm in the cellar. With the sort of spiders and yeah, working and on the mask. crate after crate of lilt. <laughs> and you can't stop drinking the stuff and your teeth are rotting. Yeah. But, but it's got that Caribbean flavour that we're all addicted to in this country. We all love lilt. And they've, um, they've never heard of it in the Seychelles. So get that idea out of your head. It's weird that that was like the third line of an article saying, by the way, if you've heard lilt is sold in the seashells, you are fucking wrong. Yeah. That's that, that sounds like something that's been, that's been written by a money launderer by in us. the Seychelles <laughs> that is involved in lilt in some way. And just go, oh, no, 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 you can't get it in the Seychelles. Um, I, um, me and Sophie went to a restaurant uh, this week. And did you buy lilt? Uh, that, and well, they, they, didn't, they didn't serve it. They said, we've got some... Uh, we got some re- we got some Fanta if you want. <laughs> Rio. We did, I say, Rio. did I say I wanted Fanta? I said I wanted Lilta. I want Lilta. Lilta. We got, we've got look, 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 look. We've got our bongo. Yeah. They drink Lilt. it in the Cong- <laughs> they, they drink it in the Congo. We go, we want Lilt. They drink it in the Seychelles. <laughs> and then they said, you have to leave, sir. Stop screaming yell to our customers. <laughs> and then I went to another restaurant. Um... We sat down. I think you in a restaurant situation is a fascinating thing. I'm incredibly good in restaurants. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm quiet. I eat my food relatively like politely, and then I leave. I'm a good customer. Oh, You'd good. love me. You'd love me. Actually, we was... first came up with the idea of this podcast in, a, in an Italian restaurant, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we were both eating pizza. <laughs> I looked across the table, and I thought, let's monetize this. And that was one of the biggest mistakes of my life. <laughs> Still running at a loss. Still running at a loss. Still hemorrhaging money, this pod. The, the overheads are zero, and we're running at a loss. <laughs> the overheads are zero, but we have bought our own plane with the word lilt, lilt slinger on the side. We're a couple of lilt slingers. Um, we ordered our food. The guy, the, the our waiter, said to us, uh, we, I, I'm not eating meat anymore. So I said, oh, yeah, I'm not eating meat, partly for global warming. Our waiter looked me in the eye and said, I'm not worried about global warming. I'm more worried about global freezing. And then he sat down <laughs> at the table. Jesus Christ. It was one of the worst 
things in the world. And he um, he was like, yeah, I mean, you know how there's all these, we always go through ice ages? That's about to happen again. Everyone's talking about global warmings. And then he said, there's this controversial geologist who you've really got to study. Oh, no. And it was like, me and Sophie were just on a date. Where and, did like, you he, go? Where was this? We went to a place called like Pan Asia in Deansgate in Manchester. And then another woman, Sophie asked for if she could have some tea. Um, and they had this weird tea she'd never heard of. And the woman said, um, oh, yeah, it gives you really weird dreams. Not bad dreams. Not good dreams. Weird dreams. And then bought it. <laughs> so they're all mental there, basically. What the hell? Was the food good? <laughs> food was delicious, actually. I think right. it's really worth going there. That's the thing just... with conspiracy theorists, is they do make quality scran. Quality cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> David Icke is a Michelin... <laughs> David Icke's house is like a Michelin star chef. <laughs> um, um, that's really funny, though. But I also was... think it's weird that you went, I'm not eating meat because of global warming. No, he said to us, because basically everything was meat on the menu. Oh, okay. And, and I was, because I've only just, I, that, I'd only recently stopped eating meat. So I was like, I don't know what to get. I'm not eating meat. And he was like, oh, how come you're not eating meat? And I said, because of the ethics. Because you know, any, obviously anyone who eats meat is a moral disgrace, I'd say. Yeah. 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 What I like most about you, Johnny, is you. <laughs> I haven't eaten meat in years, and I am so much less pious than you, who basically has gone one day without eating meat. The thing I will jump on a bandwagon. <laughs> Any chance for me to appear remotely ethical, I take. I run with that. Fucker. I'm a hundred percent the same. I'm a hundred percent the same. I don't, people don't need to actually know what I feel as long as I have the appearance of someone who's good. I mean, that's mm. what the modern day's about, right? That's what that's what I think that's about. so true. This is what this is one of my big issues about doing the podcast. I'm still committed to it. I love it, but I think people look at me and think that homeless man is probably quite smart. But then I, they do the pod, and now they think that homeless man is dumb as fuck. And that's so like, now I've got nothing. I'm just a scruffy idiot. Like, yeah, what am yeah, I? Yeah. What's the point in me? Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. And Yeah, it's tough, th- that, actually, because, I mean, the podcast was meant to elevate us. It's not elevating us at all. We're both dragged so down. Yeah, I'm, yeah, we're in the gutter with the rats and the mice. And the thing is, there's only so many times I can scream, my girlfriend's got a blue tick, I'm valid, at someone. <laughs> <laughs> and I do scream that. Oh, you think I'm a loser, do you? Look at my girlfriend's... My girlfriend's got a blue tick. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> I've got a blue tick. How about that? You've got a blue tick. On Instagram, I've got a blue tick. How do you get a blue tick? Did you have to apply? I don't, I don't know. They just gave me one, I think. They give you a blue tick. I need yeah, a blue yeah. tick. It's, somebody said to yeah, me... Yeah, I mean, yesterday. what you first need to do is post anything on Instagram, and then you'll... Somebody said to me yesterday, it's remarkable for how much television you've done, how few followers you have. You just said that to me. We're just eating dinner, and clearly it'd been <laughs> going on in her head. And she was saying, it's, she's... And you, that, what you, what was I supposed to say to that? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, also, you did you did loads of television in an era where people were still watching loads of television. I don't think I did really. I did I did Apollo in like 2019. Their yeah. viewing figures had created. Yeah. Well, I did pretty well out of it. Um, oh yeah, you're six thousand followers. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> There's a comedian. I'll tell you off air because it's too mean to mention them on the thing who's got 100,000 Instagram followers, and he's so shit. <laughs> and it, oh, it, it just... It's, it just, it's yeah. plenty like that around, I'm afraid. Oh, really? Uh, that... Yeah, yeah. Um, not all of them, obviously. The, but that Jerry Seinfeld, what a hack. Yeah, we get it. I've noticed things too, Jerry. 
Super Joey. Yeah. Um, do you know he used to go out with a high school student when he was in this sitcom? Now that's really creepy. Is that true? Yeah. Like under sixteen, or I mean, no, he she was wasn't weird. under sixteen because he was like forty, though, wasn't he? I am making a massive statement there. We're supposed to be restarting the pod. <laughs> Rest- do you know Jerry Seinfeld's a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> Who, who are you picking on? Oh, just the most powerful, richest man in comedy. I think this is the clip. This is the bit we put on Instagram. Thirty-nine-year-old Jerry Seinfeld dated a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, that's was... really horrible. That's weird, man. That's really creepy. Because, yeah, that's so weird. It's like the worst thing. The, the nicest thing you could say about that is it's legal. Yeah, yeah. that's that's like when people go, well, it's legal. Yeah, that's never that never means well. That's a good thing, does it? That's what, every night out. That's what I, that's what I say. It's legal. You're allowed to <laughs> eat donut kebab. You, you're allowed to eat kebab meat off the floor. There is no- <laughs> it's legal. It's legal. <laughs> there is no, there is actually no law against dunking your head down the open sewer. Yeah. There's no law against it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a crime. <laughs> it's not a crime. You're allowed to put a sombrero on a rat. There's no <laughs> law against that. You're allowed to balance a pencil on the DJ. <laughs> it's legal. Certainly not illegal. Why are you, kicking, you, know, why are you kicking me you, out? You're allowed to do MDMA in the nightclub toilet. <laughs> you're allowed to deal contraband lilt to one individual <laughs> at an industrial level. You get it from the Seychelles, but you can't let them know that. It's legal. <laughs> Oh God, um, that's creepy about Seinfeld, though, eh? Yeah, the great thing is now. I think now that would be wrong. Like you know what I mean? Now, but like probably in the nineties, everyone's like, "That's so cool." You know what I mean? I do think. I wonder. I bet even then people knew it was weird. Yeah, I don't know. I think we've there's been so much like progress around women's rights recently, which is really good. Because I think now that would be deemed really creepy. At the I time. cannot believe that story. Like I cannot believe that that story is like. And it doesn't really affect my view of him. I suppose it does a bit. And it makes me seem like a, a lot creepier now. Because 39, it's like, if I started dating an 18-year-old now, that would be... Or, like, it would just be... Like, what would we talk about? Yeah, you're not 39. And you're not the star of the biggest sitcom in the world. Mm, but maybe one day. Maybe, maybe by the time you're 39, you will be. Fuck hell, Napoleon, by the time he was 33, had conquered... Uh, Basically, beaten the Austro-Hungarian Empire, invaded Cairo, and become the Emperor of France. He was thirty-three. Yeah, I've only got two years to become the Emperor of France. <laughs> what's your well? What's your what's your first step? I guess learn French. <laughs> Smart move. I've got, I've got Duolingo, so that's I'm making good progress in there. Yeah, yeah. Do would you do you think do you think I could be successful as Napoleon? No, no. No, Johnny. No. Well, I suppose in a way, many ways, maybe you're living Napoleon's exact life, except you're starting with the two times, the two periods in exile. That's very. You've begun yeah. in exile. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now I'm, I'm about to emerge like a butterfly from the cocoon I've lived in. Yeah, to, yeah. To conquer the world. You maybe climbed the... into failing better a caterpillar. Yeah. We have cocooned you up, and soon you will sprout rings, rings, <laughs> and wings. <laughs> Do you, I guess the question is, um, do you think I do exactly the same thing? Like try and first of all conquer Austria, then sort of go I to think Cairo. if your first protocol isn't try to conquer Austria, 
I don't know what you do with your life. Interesting. And I, how much, what do you think the military budget of Austria is? How many tanks do you think I need to try and... How much does this Lilt company need to make for me to have a legitimate attempt? Do you think, like, Bezos... Am I seriously about to Google how many tanks are there in Austria? <laughs> do you think Bezos or someone could get a private army that could, like, conquer Austria? 56 tanks they've got. Is that it? That is nothing. That's nothing. I, we could, I genuinely think we could take them. I guess the thing is, we'd have to do it in a way where the rest of the um, uh, NATO wouldn't get involved. So we have to infiltrate NATO, probably. Turn well, them against well what are NATO going to be missing? 56 tanks, I guess. No. Starts with an L, ends oh in a T, God. and this we might it. have a whole shit full of it. We bribe NATO with lilt. And then we use that influence to turn, Aus- turn them against Austria. Then we slip into Austria, conquer it, so that we can eventually become the joint emperor of France. Or maybe we don't... <sighs> this app's gone weird. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I said that sentence. Because <laughs> 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 before this episode, I said, yeah, I've got something I can talk about a restaurant. And you said something about... You've got something to talk about. We Neither of us thought we'd get to conquering... France. And that's why this is the greatest podcast on the on the World Wide Web listeners. On the WWW, this <laughs> is the greatest. <laughs> the problem is, we thought if we did two episodes that were half an hour, it would be better than doing one episode that's an hour. But the problem is, we're still talking for, to each other for well, the same I've amount looked, of time. I've, it's been fun. Listen, yeah, I know. It has been fun. It's been brilliant. Yeah. Um, it's the fucking best podcast ever. Um, <laughs> it's the BPE. Can you stop just saying the first letter? Can you stop just doing that? Ac- acronyms. Can I? JSD? I? Yes, I can. And I will not do that again this episode. What's I for? Acronyms. Just stop doing it. All right. Nailed it. We've got 10 seconds until we've got five <laughs> We've got minutes. 10 seconds. We better make them count. Oh. <laughs> And then I'm going to make it five minutes, and then we're at 30 minutes. We should um, we should do a shout-out. Was um, that the alarm? Yeah, and now I'm just putting five more minutes. This is great. Not... This is like being in a Mission Impossible film. It does feel like Mission Impossible. <laughs> it does. It definitely feels impossible. Yeah, I think that would be a good episode of Mission Impossible where they just had to do a successful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Hillary Clinton we've got uh, millions of pounds to give away can we do a hit podcast we haven't got either of those things though no I guess we've just got ourselves and our charisma and that does feel impossible yeah. but shall we plug the Patreon yes please hello everyone I went into a different mode then yeah go on to... hit it I think take take that ball and run with it Johnny Hello everyone, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Failing Better. If you have enjoyed it, then we have a Patreon where you can get 45 minute episodes, sometimes up to an hour, of hilarious content for just £3 a month. You also get an hour stand-up from me, an hour stand-up from Sean McLaughlin, and also you get free tickets to a recording of my special Off Limits on the 26th of March, I think. The date might be wrong. (laughs) How do you not know this yet? How do you not know this yet? Is it the 26th? No, it's the 27th. The 27th? Well, it might be. I don't fucking know. Maybe it is the 26th. I don't know. Shall I check? Yeah, you should check. But if it's a Monday, then it's the 27th. Mm. It's the day after daylight savings. It is. So what? I mean, there's going to be such a positive mood in the air. 
Is that an extra hour of sleep or do you lose an hour? I think you lose an hour, but what you gain is your sanity because it's actually light more often than not. Mm. So you'll be tired, but you'll be well lit. Yeah. And would is you... that not the goal of every human being in the well, modern age? Would you, be, would you rather be awake in the dark or tired in the sunlight? I guess that's the, that's the question we're asking, isn't See, it? See, this, this, this is the kind of hypothetical question yeah. that it makes a podcast go from number 380 in the charts... <laughs> To what, number 275? And maybe 406. <laughs> <laughs> We've dropped down, Johnny. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, no, what, what is the answer? You, you're awake? I uh, guess I'd, I'd probably rather be awake in the dark, to be honest. But both are awful because, because you, you want to sleep in the dark. So you're, either way, you, you need to get your sleeping pattern. No, dark's when I, that's when I fight criminals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I fight criminals. End of story. I'd love it if you were uh, a vigilante. We sort of in full circle because the, the podcast began with threats of you committing a murder-suicide and it's ended with you being uh, a vigilante. Was that this episode? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope so as well. I think it was because we talked about TGI Friday. We yeah, it feels, a lot like, it feels like about 45 episodes ago. Yeah. God, yeah, yeah. time just moves at a different pace whenever we're in this podcast Zoom call. Mm. Um... Do go to patreon.com slash failing better, sign up, and what? We've got two minutes left, right? And you said to me before we began this podcast that you had a funny story about watching steamy content in public or something. No, it was not a funny story. Um, but Well, I guess it's sort of funny. <laughs> can, can you make it funny? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say that people should also please subscribe and give us a, and oh, give yes. us a nice... And follow us and give us a review and help us on the old algorithm that dominates our life. Because who are we as creatives if a computer program doesn't register us as valid? No one. We're what we are now, nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made a little note after we had our meeting. Uh, I was at we London Victoria train station. Oh, one of the busiest terminuses, termini, <laughs> in this country, if not the world. Um, and I was just walking down the stairs to yep. the toilet. Yeah. And I open my phone, and I'm one of the WhatsApp groups I'm in, which is full of, look, I'm not going to mince words, dirty boys. <laughs> dirty bastards. There was a, basically, apparently a rugby league player was filmed doing something very rude to a woman that was not his wife. What was it, he doing? Like, having sex? Or was it more, like... like it was, it was I mean, it was adjacent to that. <laughs> It was adjacent. The woman was... I'll send you it. Do you want me to send you it now? Yeah, I do, actually. All right. And then you can describe it. All right. Let me let me just try and find... Uh... How funny is this so far? I think yeah, I've enjoyed this, Sam. I feel, like, I feel like half an hour is more... Well, we get into a groove in half an hour, but then, crucially, we leave before the groove runs out. <laughs> like any good night... And like any good night out, we leave before the groove runs out. We didn't the groove runs out. All right, I've just said to Maybe that's that's what the title of this podcast should be. Leaving before the groove runs out. Okay, I've just sent you the full list of clips. Have you sent it to me on WhatsApp? Yeah. Oh, I've just got the photo. Ooh. Have you seen the video? No. This I'm is watching. a rugby league star who... He's just walking. Oh. What's he doing? Is he... Oh. Can I have a go? What? 
He's 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 he's, <laughs> he's giving someone a good lick. <laughs> That's how I would describe it. He's basically the video is basically a rugby league star licking the genitalia of a woman. Oh. And she's in a very... They're both in very uncompromising positions. And they're yeah, basically in the both naked. Yeah, and it's just in the streets. Yeah. Like. It's a so anyway, that came you, up. I sent that to you and you heard that here on the podcast. And yes, you know, the podcast is semi-public. I did had no idea what that was. Yeah. I was in a long line of people with their <laughs> kids. And I was like, people have seen... I can just see what I'm looking at. Mm, that is... I, I, I don't know what to do about that. Do you just never open a video in public? Or do we have to start saying... Well, I guess the question is, John, is I think, firstly, that Dirty Boys WhatsApp group, you shouldn't open any video in that. But secondly, a wider point is, why are you in this Dirty Boys well, they're WhatsApp not all, group? Well, they're not all Dirty Boys. I went to university with them. In fact, oh, some of them listened to the pod, and I want to shout, shout out to the Welcome to the Dubai crew. Dubai. One, of the, one of them saw you at a train station recently, actually. Did they? Yeah, they said that I was I was going through Preston train station. I saw your friend Johnny Pelham. Wow! Was in Preston train station recently. Um, They're big fans. Are they? We've well, got then... a, we've got a very dirt. Maybe we've got dirty boys. I like our demo. I hope not. I want this to be like the sort of French intelligentsia. I want. I, you don't I, think they're dirty boys? No, I. Feel Are you like, kidding I, me? That's they true, invented it. They are the dirtiest boys around. But I want like the modern day Sartre and Simone de Beauvoir swishing the red wine. You know, maybe they do go to an orgy, but it's an elegant orgy. They're not sending clips of someone licking someone's asshole. You know, they're, they're like they're sort of they're just sophisticated. They're pondering existentialism in the media. That's who I want as a listener. Okay, and, and do but and what do you think we've done to attract that sort of audience? What we we, we talking about lilt for thirty minutes? French intellectuals love lilt. <laughs> they call it le- lilt. <laughs> lilt. Lilt. Do you like that, Jolly? I loved it. It was a, it was endearing and it was lovely. And I think it's probably the perfect way to end this episode. We must end it anyway. What a <laughs> fucking brilliant episode! <laughs> um, Sean said we must end it. Sounded like we are both going to kill ourselves. We, we must we, end it. It's like Hitler in the bunker. We must end this. <laughs> uh, look, the key thing is failingbetterpod at gmail.com. Do sign up to the Patreon. £3 a month. You get loads of extra content. And you get free tickets to see me and Sean. And you get free tickets, tickets to see us both live. I mean, that's pretty 50. sweet. That's yeah, you're saving £1.50. Um, and also, um, thank you very much for listening. And do spread the word if you can and follow us on social media. And um, hey, sign up to my mailing list on my website because I've started doing a newsletter. Have you? Yeah. Can I sign up? Yeah, if you want. I'm going to sign up. All right, I look forward to receiving your newsletter. What do you think the first newsletter is going to be about? Well, I've already written it. What's it about? It. Give us a brief synopsis. We've only got 10 seconds. What's it about? Uh, how brief? How brief? Uh, t- 20 seconds, 15. Whatever you can fit in in 15 seconds. Uh, well, three words. Uh, Hitler was right. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. <laughs>
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.